fucking yeah, this is a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. freeze up that happens all the time not just in here in the main that camera is brand new and it and it's never locked up on me before i'm gonna have it twice and i, and I take, take the photo i'm walking out it locks up because i can locks up and it didn't even take the photo the first time it showed it take it but it wasn't on my camera wow we set up a trap cam in there a long time ago do y'all use those uh -huh. mm -hmm. yeah um we set it up i'm not sure if it's still in there we had, I had like a portable wall in the main room it up shooting through the doors to the back of the kitchen and we got a succession of three pictures the first one is real misty um, the second one you can see a person starting to form but it's very misty the second one you see a man kind of like this he's really handsome but it's like he's really posing for the picture and the third picture it's like he went right up to the lint like right up to the camera with his eye and oh. we got a picture of his eye really clear what? and wow. it was he was dressed in period attire so I know it wasn't that somebody just happened to Go in, in or something. Yeah. Because it was Sebastian. Yeah, I think so. And I was I took a team in there, um, not a very uh, sophisticated team, kind of a new team. <laughs> a bunch of Marines. And we were doing a little bit of EVP and, and I was, you know, asking, you know, can you tell us your name? You know, I was just talking in general. And so I'm like, can you tell us your name? And then you, one of the guys was standing on the side, kind of with his arms crossed like this. And all of a sudden, he jumps into the middle of our circle and goes, son of a bitch. Excuse my language. That's okay. And then uh, I'm like, what? And he goes, like, he goes, I don't know, something just touched me. And he had a big, huge scratch down his arm. And I could see him. I mean, even though it's dark, you can, you know, once you get adjusted, I could yeah. see him. So I know he was, he never moved. He was just standing like this. So I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah. I go, do you want to continue? And he's like, yes, let's continue. So he stepped back in the circle. And then in a little while, he goes, damn it, man, this, this guy really wants me out of here. I gotta go. And so he walked out. Wow. And then I, we, we're continuing, I'm talking, and then I notice that all the men are walking out. And it just leaves me in there with the women. And that's when I'm like, all right, let's stop and turn the lights on, play back, let's see what we got. And then you hear us you hear us talking, but you hear when I say, can you tell me your name? Who's here with us? And you hear Sebastian at the same time that the guy goes, son of a bitch, right on top of it. So Sebastian doesn't like guys in the middle of He doesn't right? really like guys. No. Okay. And there's power in there, you, you got say? some alone time there in there, There is power in there. There's power in there. <laughs> the Kling Brothers, Ghost Lab, Everyday Paranormal. Yeah. They came here. There's no video out. I've looked. I've tried to find it. But it's been said that Brad was shoved down, shoved in the doorway. He was punched in the stomach. It took him to its knees. Oh yeah. <laughs> first, my friend. Uh, this guh, this guy, this guy has been bar been 
begging for I was a joke. I, I told him. I said, well, you know what? Because I, I had heard that. Did you hear someone clear their throat or something like that? Did you hear yeah, that? Yeah, I heard yeah. something over here. It sounded like something like. <laughs> Is that you, Sebastian? Yeah, I was just telling them that um, if they could knock down the Kling brothers, and I'm probably a quarter, maybe, of their size, Sebastian and I would be able to pick me up and throw me across the room. Just now, don't provoke things that you don't really want to have happen. Yeah, That's... I know, I know, I'm hearing them now. But <laughs> what's weird, and this is the synchronicity part for me, is last week, now Sebastian is not a very common name. After talking to him about that, I heard the name Sebastian probably four times on oddball places a podcast i'm listening to a tv show and it had nothing to do with the black swan it's just random and i thought okay now is that my subconscious picking up on it now this is after i talked to you mm -hmm. and learned that i had the names wrong it wasn't charlie that's yorktown right it was sebastian so is that my subconscious just just picking up on it like when you get a new car and you see it everywhere mm -hmm. but at the same time sebastian is not a common name sure. so subconscious or not it's just odd that I would hear that name three or four times. Yeah, because so. I only know one person named Sebastian. Right. <laughs> and all the people I've met in all of my life, one person. So I was like, is that Sebastian telling me he's ready? <laughs> so, well, we're going to find out, I think. Yeah, yeah I mean, I don't mind light-provoking. I just just remember that don't ask for what you don't want to really right. have happen because it's immediate response usually. We don't. And also remember, I have children and we still live here. So. Right. No, our mm -hmm. style is a little bit different. We're more... <laughs> Comical. And take it serious. We take it serious, but we joke more. I'm more of a kind of a sarcastic, skeptic. Like, if there's something here, show yeah. Me, and it, and if nothing's happening, you'll get an occasional. Okay, well, you you don't have anything. So yeah, yeah we don't we don't do and, like Zach. And, yeah. And, you know, yeah, we had some Zach issues. kicks chairs over. I, I bet you did. <laughs> well, personally, just you know, your own opinion. What was your take on them? style. <laughs> well, oh, well, you're recording, so I don't really want to oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Audio only? Or? <laughs> How would you rate your experience well, with those guys on 1 to 10? Was that a well, 5? I'll or tell you my personal opinion. When we're, when we're I, done, I then I'll stop recording and you can let us know. Like, seriously. Well, of course they have to because it's, it's, a TV it's television. Right. And as investigators, we know you may spend 50 hours in one place and not even get a whisper. Exactly. You know, they have to do it all in, they were actually here a week, but I mean, they have to do it all in a short amount of time and get something. And I didn't know that they were there. So I, I guess they do stay a lot longer in a location. And so it depends on the location. Because when they were in Yorktown, they didn't. But when they were here, yeah, because they have a lot of evidence that's condensed. We're just seeing... Right, yeah, they got a narrative. So, so a lot of times, yeah. that's why people, we become skeptics as the general public because you see a lot of stuff happen. You're like, come on, really? That happened in one night? No, they yeah. have to... They it makes have sense to, now. They've been a week. Yeah. That was for here. Like, in Yorktown, they were there only for 24 hours, but they had a gazillion cameras set up yeah. everywhere. And, again, I can't completely answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. When, okay. Yeah. when we're done, I'll stop recording. Yeah, really. we'll ask you to get off the yeah, ground. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll off you off. Yeah, we've off been air. watching that show since day one. And, and I mean, my I wife always had the same impression about Zach. And it makes us feel compelled to think that's why Nick is no longer on the show. Because clash of personalities. Of There's, there, there were three very distinct personalities. You have yeah. Zach, who is the eye candy. 
Right. You have Nick, who's He's very sexy. solid, and he wants to get to the truth. You have Aaron, who kind of gets manipulated into things, but he's dabbling in the dark. So yep. you have three very different personalities with three very different perspectives. But in reality, it is all for television. So they take the really good stuff and they have to enhance it for TV. Right. I mean, what we do, we have like a, a, a YouTube web-based kind of thing we do. And we, we design it like a TV show in that there's an intro and there's an outro. But we, we do it without all of the, you know, spooky sound theatrics. effects and all the theatrics, yeah, the drama mm -hmm. stuff, basically. And we just, we, we, we narrow it down for time constraints to anything that's, that's interesting, spooky, or funny, and we add it together to make our little video. And, and that's give pretty much what they do, right. too, only right. they get, they have all the big bucks and they can do bigger exactly. and better enhancements. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They can do really <laughs> cool reenactments of things so that they can take right. the historic information and say, okay, we didn't get it for you, but we're going to reenact it and let you feel it and you know right. come as close to it as you can. Which, that would so. explain the shadow with the touching in the episode with when you were in there and it showed it because you said you had gotten touched on your thigh. Yes, that part for me was very disturbing. <laughs> yeah, I thought we, we could kind of tell. <laughs> we figured Because I'm like, they were really off. I mean, I know what they were going for, but it was really off base from how it really happened. Yep. But it wasn't like we could go on television and then have some guy, you know. <laughs> feeling sure. you. <laughs> sure. You know, exactly. so they did it as best that they could. They just went a little bit further with it then uh, for yeah. me I was like are you kidding me where <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> that's not what I said it's not how it was but I get it you know I've been right. I was probably the first person to ever open up on television and say hey there is something bigger than us I mean I've been involved with this since back when there was sightings you know on the travel wow. channel and um no yeah I mean it's like we were the very first person and so my phone rings at three and four in the morning with people going Oh my God, I think I have a ghost in my house. What do I do? And I'm like, hang up and call me back at 10 a.m. You know? like, so I'm, hey, really so I get it. I have been involved with, I think, just about every single ghost hunting, if you want to call that, team that's ever been. Wow. I mean, have the ghost hunters been here? The, the two plumber guys? Um, with taps? Yeah. Yes. Not them specifically, but they're team members members of it yeah like Britt Griffith was here oh, wow. Amy we did a whole big um, like a weekend training camp, oh, boot camp kind of thing cool. oh, that is um, good. the TAPS team the family members that were here the TAPS team they've mm -hmm. been here um, really everybody you know wow, that's the awesome. Kling brothers when they were first starting we did their pilot with them but we don't exactly get along <laughs> is that right so, wow. so. so that was their pilot video and that that might be why it's not on. See, I searched. I was going crazy. I kind of for them because I really sure. enjoyed the Ghost Lab show. And then once that went off, then I started digging deeper and then discovered Nine Diamond Productions. And, you know, and, and we found a few other videos, but they seemed to be disappearing as quickly as we'd find them. And I don't understand yeah, what's going on. There's something the weird. They don't have a great reputation. They don't. Are they just meatheads? I mean, what is the. <laughs> I'm trying to understand, like, why are they. Because. They are way Kill more. the camera. Can we, like, not say <laughs> yeah, all this? Yeah, we're not going to hear anything yeah. if you don't turn the camera off. And I want to hear I know. this. I know. But, but here's the thing. We're going to do an investigation with them next year anyway. So we're going to find out for ourselves. So we're going to go to Corpus and do the do the blue, the blue ghost with them. So it's something. I'm going to talk off camera before uh, I volunteer yeah. myself. Yeah, we, we don't want to reconsider that. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, my opinion is 
try it. You know, you're never going to know for yourself yeah. unless you try it. Well, yeah. the, the downside to that type of investigation, this is different. I mean, you're going to give us a tour, and then we get to run of the place. You go on a thing like that, you have I don't know how many other people there with you. So yeah. you're going to have ridiculous noise pollution and all kinds of other stuff. Everybody else has their equipment. Well, they're dictating the pace, and that, that's something that we don't really care much for. And it, it rubs us <laughs> wrong, and we'll never do one with them again, or, or yeah. who knows, you know. I guess well, you're right. again, you, you know, it's going to be for entertainment. Because that's what they're doing. They're going for the bucks. And right. that's what, like, anytime you go to the Paracons or anything and they've got all these investigations that you go on, you've got a limited time frame. They're taking you in and they're taking you out. It's not, it's not what I would want to do. Sure. Yeah. But a lot of people do. They like yeah. it. You know, they want to be with the star. Or the, you know, they, uh, they want that energy. And so that's yeah. what they do. Huh. It just depends on where you are in the world of investigating right. we're just about the yeah. truth that's really all we're after I'm, yeah. I do it because when I, I've had a lot of experience of my own mm -hmm. so I want to know I what it yeah. is no, where's it I, coming from she and I both I'm come just, from a very active background as far as paranormal and things that are just out of the normal you know um, I was half of my childhood I was I lived in a funeral home that was half of an old funeral home and so a lot of stuff happened to me as a child, you know, <laughs> and, and then we, you know, we moved into a house in Paraline, Texas and lived there for almost four years. And I had hair drug across my face one night as I was laying down to go to sleep. And it wasn't hers. And it wasn't hers. <laughs> and, and she was actually turned away and, and I'm just getting in bed like normal. And I feel this locks of hair coming up my face. I mean, poked me in the eye even. And, and, and so that was, yeah, he's yelling at me and I'm, Turn around, I'm like, what are you? I mean, we, we, we saw a, a small shadow figure, her dishes clinging in the kitchen, uh, darts through the dishwasher. Two days later, the dishwasher motor burns up. I mean, just some crazy stuff. And, and he's me not and, had me nothing. And John, to we're the opposite. <laughs> uh, we Most people that do paranormal investigating, I, I, you'll hear they got that classic, I was raised in a haunted house store. We've got nothing. I've, uh, I, have, I, I have synchronicities and I see 111 a lot, and that's about as paranormal as it is. A lot of deja vu so, type stuff, you yeah, know, yeah, that yeah, most that people report. Been, so we're more in search of kind of thing, you know. Well, when I first got here, I didn't believe. I mean, I was like, you're dead, you're dead. You don't get to come back and poke at me or right. slam the doors or things like that. You know, but it didn't take me very long to start going, all right, there's something else going on here unless there's a lot of people that are just out to scare me you know <laughs> spending and, a lot and of their showing, time yeah like you know really being pranky like okay i didn't lock the door you know how did you get in that right. kind of stuff there's something else going on because i used to leave go sit in my car and get ready to leave and all the lights would come back on and the door would open up in the house wow. and i'm like what the hell? yeah that's yeah, crazy you know and i'd go back in and turn everything off and look around because i was sure that somebody was in there just somebody was in there just to mess with me and i heard that too yeah how old is that home? Is that part of the original property? Which one? The carriage house. Yes, except that it's been um, kind of remodeled. We had a really bad storm here in 1994. There was a tornado and it kind of tore a lot of it out. So we had to rebuild it, but it's still the same footprint. I'm sure you had some activities rebuilding. I'm sure you had some activities rebuilding. I'm sure you had some activities rebuilding. I heard that. Yeah, that sounded like glass. It sounded like a fingernail or metal going across a piece of glass. That was weird. Did you think you caught that? Oh, he caught it. I had I had come to terms with, you know, as a young age, I was raised in a similar God, you know, household with my grandparents. And, you know, I was always 
in tune with you know the spirit world and like okay this is what happens after we die and you know and a, a hardcore christian and then somewhere around 13 or 14 um I, I basically became an atheist my father was atheist my biological father and so um i didn't believe in anything and then when she and i got together 24 years ago and uh, my daughter was born it, something happened in the delivery room that i'll never be able to explain to anyone it was like a a, a flash of electrical flash you know the real white happened in the delivery room when my daughter was born and it, and i felt like i was experiencing god and so from that point on i've been back on the on the on the right side what i call it but it's like i tell people there's there's more science to this than anything because atoms don't die that's what people understand atoms never right cease you to exist break it down so so we're made of atoms so something has to go on after we die i mean the spirit that we that you know, our body's just a, a, basically a house for our spirit and soul so it has to linger somewhere and that's what we're after we're just trying to chase down these these spirits well uh, like for ghost adventures i think the reason they show ours over and over again was more because of my mother i think that was the most powerful thing that's ever happened to them immediately on camera there was no faking it they didn't have to go be back and reenact it and that's a very rare word that was the biloxi Bozier. A Bozier, rather. Yeah, I knew there was very, no very way rare. that they could rare. possibly, nobody could know that word. I mean, there, only my mother and I, there wasn't even anybody present in the room when my mother and I had the conversation. So. She took it to the grave with her and you're the only one left. Yeah, well, now the whole world knows, but. That yeah. is amazing, but, that ghost box response. And that's one thing me and John, we've used extensively is the spirit box. We actually have a set. But that wasn't on the spirit box. That wasn't on the spirit box? That wasn't the camera. Oh, but but it was but what we just from played the, back the. It was a digital. Back. It was an EVP oh, caught on the camera. That was, no. Yeah, because Zach heard my mother say, "I love you." Right. Yes. And Nick and I were like, I heard a whisper. I heard a voice, but I didn't hear three syllables. And that's when you, this part gets cut out because we're in there arguing for a good, probably three minutes or so, <laughs> yes. about you know what did we really hear? You know right. who heard what and why? And, and Zach was like adamant. I heard I love you. I heard I love you. And I thought I said, you know what? This is stupid. We recorded it. Let's just play, play it. it back. Yeah. And when you play it back, you very clearly hear my mother say, Bozier. Yeah, that was wild. And it goes to my thoughts now about EVP, because I don't know how many times y'all listen to EVP, but you listen to it and you hear something. Right. And he'll go listen to it, and he's listening to the same clip and hear something completely totally different. different. Yeah. yeah. Or not at all. We're or getting the message we're supposed to get. Yeah. If he would have heard Bozier... It wouldn't have been a thing and he would have just kept right on rolling. Right. But Zach was sure he heard I love you, which made us argue and stop and go back and play back. And then I got to hear Bozier. Wow. So he got the message that he needed. It was the message that I needed, but it was yeah. the, the confirmation that it was my mother by getting the word. That was amazing. And none of them knew the word. No. Uh -uh. Wow. So, so I'm thinking, and, and let me ask you your opinion. Would you say the majority of the uh, activity here is residual or is it um, intelligent? I think most of it's intelligent. The only thing that might be residual is when there's a Mexican soldier that comes through and it's always the same. He's, you He's smell, playing back. Oh. Yeah. You smell like wet horse, wet wool. Now where was the battle at? What, where okay, is we're, right it? Right oh, here. we're standing on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're standing on it. The little, the little house over here, we never really gotten anything much from there. Every now and then you might get a woman moaning or crying. Wow. But not any not any really good interaction. Um, you can go down and around past the historic marker. Did you see that one? I didn't. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I know what you're talking about because I saw it. On that's there. the one that had the metal yeah. salon. Yes. Right. If you go behind it, towards the wooded area, you can get a lot of Native American Indian oh, chanting nice. and things like that. That's why you bought the hospital in New York Town to put more stuff in. Then you bought another building in New York Town to put more stuff. You're in. like, that's oh, the scariest goodness. thing here, is that right there? All <laughs> the stuff in that building. All the stuff. In the clutter. I mean, it's all really good stuff because we do a lot. I do a lot of um, film rentals and things like that. So we have oh, a lot of that's not, that explains some of the stuff. Okay. Um, Y'all have a lot of parties and stuff here, right? I, yeah, I do weddings. I've done everything from birth to death. Has there oh, ever wow. been a filming home here for a movie set? Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. oh. Lots of commercials. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, I did see. Video. I saw a short horror, I forgot to tell you this, a short horror film that was filmed here. Real oh, short. Yeah, real short. And something grabbed a girl and she was at the car or something. The vampire or whatever. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. I liked it. They were really good. They like shot that. in like one day and I think it was online like within three days. Edited and done. Wow. Um, now, a really cool thing that nobody's done, I don't, th I don't think the team the other night did it. Valentine's Day, one year ago, there was a murder just underneath the Ritterman Bridge in the creek. There was an 18-year-old girl that was four months pregnant, and her boyfriend drowned her oh and then set her on fire. Get out of here. Good and um, burned her body underneath the bridge at the creek. On Valentine's Day, they had a memorial down there. And then that night, around midnight or so, my youngest daughter, Madison, came down the stairs. She was going to go in the kitchen. And she came running back up the stairs. There was somebody in the house. And, I mean, she was adamant. Victoria was calling me on the phone. Mom, Mom, get up. There's somebody in the house. So, Phil, we all come downstairs, and I mean, he went everywhere. There was nobody inside the house. But she clearly saw somebody coming from, like, my mom's room, mm -hmm. from that hallway, and then ran past her going down the opposite way. Enough for her to freeze and then run back up the stairs. Wow. So, I don't know if it was, I don't know. If Could it have been was her running. Yeah. If it, if it was, I don't know what she saw. I mean, she was pretty Yeah, you clear. can tell when your child's... Fear well, I mean, she's grown up, and it wasn't so much that she was afraid, afraid. I think it freaked her out more that there was somebody in the house. Oh, yes. And that she just stopped and froze and ran up, because they were running. They were more afraid of her than she was of them, I think. Yes. Wow. But was it coincidental uh -huh. that it happened on that same night? Wow. Um, now, when we talked one time, you said that there would have been a recent discovery of something. Was that? That's that, that was it, yeah. Oh, okay. So what was your last and latest, most recent, rather, experience? personal experience you've had here? Mm, my last one was probably going into the kitchen. I don't know replace the kitchen. <laughs> but I went to open the door. We have the swinging doors. And so I went to open the door. When I pushed the door, it pushed it back at me. And I got like a real warm rush of air. So it, it freaked me out. It like, made my hair stand up. I got goosebumps. <laughs> and I'm like, so I pushed the door again. It pushed it back once more. And I'm like, that's really rude. <laughs> you know, I need to come in the kitchen. And so... <laughs> I pushed the door again, and then it let me go in the door. Well, yeah, so we need to do something. Now, what about uh, last weekend? I believe you said there was a team doing an investigation. Did they capture anything? I haven't heard back from them. Um, I know that they had they got some stuff down. They were having a lot of stuff down in the south. Wing. In the south wing. But I had just had a memorial yeah. service that day too. So. Oh. Okay. But you know, I don't know. a lot of emotion. Okay, the, a lot of the milk barn is Sebastian and Heinrich. Heinrich. Okay. What about Henry? They. Somebody was probably watching. Yeah, it was a video from uh, Russell Rush Tours. Did they call Heinrich Henry? Ah, okay. Okay, so it's Heinrich. Yeah. And those are the two main ones in the milk barn? Mm -hmm. what's, the, what's the story behind Sebastian? Sebastian, the first family here were the Ripsteins, and Sebastian was the oldest of the ten children. And... 
from what I've been able to gather, he was pretty violent, pretty aggressive towards women, was kind of known, he beat his wife. Um, his mother attacked him with an axe. She had him and his brother committed to the asylum camp. And I can't remember, I think they both died in the asylum. Oh, wow. They're an interesting story because the wife, the mother divorced the father, which was pretty much unheard of back then. Right. But then somehow stayed in his life until he died. All the children, there were 10 children. Sebastian bought his 100 acres of the property. Mm -hmm. The rest of the children were to inherit. But then somehow Mrs. Ripstein ended up with everything in the end. Wow. So I don't know. He's buried right over here. Um, off of Walsam, up behind another neighborhood back there. Okay. He's buried in a small family cemetery back there. Now, of the of the eight known uh, entities that, that was believed to reside here, how many of them actually passed away here on the land? In, or all in the house? Oh, oh, oh. Where was the asylum area? Was that also on the land? Oh, no, no. Sebastian and them, no, they died in downtown San Antonio at the asylum. Oh, okay. But all the rest of them. Their spirit came back. This is yeah. all you knew. Right. Yeah, this no, is you're going right to right go to heaven in the afterlife, and you're going to go to somewhere that's comfortable, somewhere it's... Yeah. yeah, Heinrich, I don't know if he died. I'm presuming he died on the on the land or the property back then. Um, I don't know. So Heinrich and Henry, they're in Sebastian, they were related, and they were the Ripsteins? Or was that just Heinrich Sebastian? Heinrich is a Mahler. Oh, that's right, Mahler. Sebastian is a Ripstein. One more question, and... And we'll get started. The, if you had to pick of all the, the eight known spirits, who would you say is the most active here? Probably Sophie. Sophie. And yeah, she would be... She's. I, we pick her up mostly in the center of the room. In the center she'll of the room. come down. She comes from down in where my mom's room is. And she'll come. Sometimes you don't even need the recorder. You don't even need to... You can just hear her. She'll laugh and giggle and, oh, wow. and talk. We also awesome. have cameras at each end of that hall. Yeah. That's my sit in that room. Yeah. And just... Go quiet, yeah, so we can catch. Sounds How good. great would that be to catch a full so body any, apparition coming oh, down that hallway with the So, camera. any children? Well, Sophie mostly appears as a young girl, probably like five or six years old. Oh, she actually go. died when she was 82, but she comes back more as a child. Okay, time to get out, para buddy. Yep. <laughs> the only time I've heard her change voices was after um, an investigation of the Lexington, mm -hmm. and Angelica and Russell them had invited all the sailors if they to tell them that they were going to do a big investigation here if they wanted to come and hang out. Mm -hmm. And when we were talking, we do an EVP, and we're talking to Sophie and. We're like, Sophie, did you see the sailors? And her voice changed, and she goes, they were handsome. Wow. And it freaked me out, because I'm like, oh, my God, I'm used to Sophie with this yes. little giggly little girl kind of laugh. Well, y'all have fun. You know, wander around. Um, if you need me, I'm at the top of the stairs. Good deal. Right, Let's go we'll and grab our and get set up. All right. Thank y'all. Have fun. It was all in your mind.